in. Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. I'm Adam Walker. And I'm Sanjay Park. And we are excited to have a, we have a great episode for you today, and we're pumped about it. I, I think we say that every single time, I, don't Every we? episode <laughs> should be a great episode, because if it's not, then why are we doing this? And by the way, in case you're unaware, uh, this is officially designated by myself a tech comedy podcast. Where tech comedy. We make ourselves laugh, and if you laugh, that's a good side benefit. So uh, you're welcome for that. So Sanjay. Although, do we ever know if they laugh or not? We don't, don't know, think, but we get some tweets. I think we know about your dad. Most laughing. of the people that talk to me, they're like, "Hey, I listened to the podcast. It was great, really funny." Like that's the first thing they say every time. I'm like, "Listen, people, I'm not funny. I'm not real sure what's going on here. Whatever." Yeah. So, uh, well, we'll get into you, it. You I'm going to try to be funny, and then I'm going to I'm going to shoot myself in the foot. It's not going to work out. You know, we haven't uh, haven't given a shout out to the OGs out there. Yeah, it's true. You know, our, yeah. our listener OGs. Yeah. If, if you don't know what that is, then that means. You've not you're listened. Yeah, you're new to the podcast. You yeah. haven't listened since the first episode. It's true. So you need to go back and listen from the very beginning. We got some good information back there. It's worth listening to. We have some information. Some of it. Some in, we have information. I don't know if it's good. I'm just going to qual. Yeah. We have information. We have information there. So Sanjay, you have a little announcement. A little I think announcement. You're doing some moving and some grooving here. I'm doing some shaking. I want to and, and bacon. Uh, no, bacon. bacon? No, no bacon. No bacon. I'm vegetarian. Don't do the bacon stuff. Uh, but you know, you, you can do bake, bake. What is it, bacon bits? Those I think are like I meant baking, like oh, B A K I N G. But it's cool, man. It's great. It's great that your you mind know, immediately went there as a vegetarian. <laughs> that's, that's really good. You know, bacon bits are vegan. Did you know that? I don't want to know. That scares me, man. They're vegan. That just there are no me. animal products. Don't in tell there. me that. Yeah, I don't want to know these yeah. things. All right, go ahead. Okay. Anyways, uh, so me and my wife uh, were asked to be a part of a charity event uh, for this uh, charity Viva. Uh, V-I-B-H-A, and they support children in the U.S. and in India. Um, and interesting, it's a 20-plus year uh, nonprofit uh, nice. volunteer run, so no money goes into staff salaries or anything else like that, so they really focus on on the uh, programs they support. So like here in Atlanta, they do CHOA right. for the last five years, I think like twenty five grand a year that they've been given to CHOA. That's great. Which is not a major portion of CHOA's budget, listen, of course, but hey, every drop. it's something, and, and CHOA's awesome. Um, so what they've asked us to do is to be one of their star couples for a Dancing with the Stars event. And you're uh, the star? Uh, yes. Whoa. We're like the last star that they Baller. would ever think about. So um, we have a choreographer, and we are practicing. We've had two practices now. But the reason I'm talking about this is I need people to donate. Um, and the amount uh, matters, obviously. We're, we're trying to raise $10,000. Right. Uh, we're about uh, 20% of the way there, That's a little over two grand okay. at this point. Um, but it also matters how many people donate. So even if you can only give a dollar, I will take it uh, because the number of donators uh, might propel us up to get some kudos at the event. Ooh, nice. Uh, and so we want to look good because we want our choreographer to look good because she's giving a lot of time to us yeah. for free to help us get ready for this event and not look like fools. I love that. And by the way, we are doing a fusion event, uh, a fusion a song. Fusion dance? It's a, a fusion fusion song. it's a hip-hop and Bollywood type song. I really would like to see you dance to a hip-hop song. That actually sounds kind so, of amazing. So, hey, look, lie. you can donate some money and come to the event. And there you I go. I just want to know. March 17th. I have, listen, I have one question, and then we're going to move on with this episode. But it's one simple question. Are you implementing any MC Hammer moves into your dance? Um, we are not wearing, like, MC Hammer pants. I will tell you that. Oh, my gosh. Um, the disdain on my the, face right now. The moves, there are a couple that might be close to are MC hammer hammer Please tell me at some point you're going to yell hammer time. No. Not, oh. not not saying hammer time or hammer don't hurt them. I'm so upset right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. There, there's no like MC Hammer, podcast, man. MC yeah, Hammer and Bollywood song fusion song. I, I there, that I doesn't just, exist. I'm so upset. I don't know why it should <laughs> exist. 
So uh, uh, links are in the show notes. Uh, I would appreciate it if any of you that have the ability to donate would donate. Like I said, it's a nonprofit, so you will also get a tax deduction as possible by law. You know, talk to your accountant and all that for those stuff, because I am not one and I'm not yours for sure. All right. So a few things you need to know as we dig into this podcast episode. Number one, we are nobody's left on the podcast. You realize that, right? This is great, man. This was fun. My angry size really made that last segment. I'm just going to say it right there, okay? Um, so a couple things you need to know. We are playing the game. We are going to drop in uh, items in our dialogue of a certain category. This particular category for this game is very broad. And whoever can tweet at us what that category is wins the game and wins some swag from yours truly. So And, and last time we had the game, but we kind of goofed it up. We, we, we did not do a good job. Yeah, we put all the references right at, at the, the end of the episode. Of we're going we're gonna to sprinkle them in today. It's going to be great. But the last time it was 80s songs, right? Yeah. That, yeah. That was or 80s the, bands. I think it was 80s, 80s bands. bands. Yeah. 80s, 80s bands, bands yeah. Right. Which are awesome, by the way. Right. Um, all right, so next you need to know, number one, uh, oh, rate this podcast, please. If you like the podcast, please rate it. We would love your rating. We'd also love for you to share it on social media. That would be amazing. And with that in mind, let's get into or, it. Or you could recreate our podcast in live performance for other people. That would be also amazing. We video would love it, to have video YouTube of that. Channel, yeah. I would like to see that. Yeah. Um, in this episode, we have some really amazing and uh, interesting storylines. Uh, one is security scripts that fool your ISP. Sanjay's security-minded individual quiz that I'm going to give him later on. Uh, a little like, wait, wait, don't tell me kind of action there. Uh, <laughs> Uber, Uber wants to ban personal self-driving cars. How cryptocurrency is affecting alien research. Listen, I'm really upset about this one. And the state, uh, the state of Georgia's new uh, parentheses um, unintelligent. I'm going to go with law we're going to talk about. So uh, a lot of really good stuff coming up in this episode. But first, let's talk about this script that renders data collected by your ISP unusable. I, I tweeted at you about this. You did. And you said you were going to look at implementing it. How, yeah. How deeply did you look at this? Uh, so I tried to go all the way. I tried to actually get it to work. It, okay. didn't, it didn't work. It, it didn't work. Yeah. Are you sure that wasn't user error? I, I, it could be. I mean, it, I'm it's, just asking. It's very likely it was user error. <laughs> okay. But so, th- I mean. It's, it's an interesting concept, right? It's, it's super technical. Yeah. Um, well, there's a there's a simple explanation though, right? You know, well, the the implementation oh, is super okay. technical, right? Right. Right. So I mean, it's I think it's like a Python script, and you got to run it and the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but it it kind of opens up these potential issues with it as well. Uh, yeah. So the explanation is this: um, you have this script in the background that randomly will go visit different sites. And so if your ISP is tracking where you are going, it basically pollutes all of that information so that they can't figure out yeah. any kind of demographic or yeah. psychographic information about you because there's just all this random garbage yeah, so and you, it's surfing all the time. Yeah, so if you go to 100 sites, then this script will automatically t- ping random sites for like Two tw- like two thousand more random sites, and then the hundred sites that you went to just get lost in the in the mess of data of the twenty one hundred sites that were actually visited by your browser. Right. And so it just completely ruins the data. So the data's still there; they just can't tell what matters and what doesn't from their right. perspective. So he- here's the issues with this: is that um, it's sending traffic to a whole bunch of random websites that you may not want to be at. Right. I mean, it, to me, that's the biggest issue, th- right? That is the biggest issue. Hey, right? uh, we're the government, and we saw through your ISP that you're visiting a lot of Al-Qaeda sites lately. What's exactly. that about? Like, well, it was an accident from a script that I'm trying to use to mess up my ISP. Thanks, guy. And <laughs> I'm going to jail now. Like, I mean, right. there's a lot of, there's some scariness there, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and their argument, the, the person that wrote this, is that they have safe search turned on on uh, Google Search. And so, in theory, it should protect you from going to any naughty sites. But 
you never know for sure. I'm kind of bobbing really. my head right now. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe, that seems maybe like not. a really weak sort of thing. And then the other know? side of it is, is that in theory, you're slowing down your internet oh, connection 100%. because you're, you're using up this bandwidth. Killing bandwidth, yeah. But then again, does anybody really use 100% of their bandwidth all I the time? I do not. Yeah. I, I, even with Most streaming Netflix and everything else, yeah. I, and we do streaming TV sling and everything else, yeah. I don't, still don't use 100%. Yeah, I mean, we're, so we've got a gigabit connection at home, and I can definitely tell you we are not. That is true. I mean, it is... Except for when I come over, sit outside your house, and well, you there's know, then like that time. BitTorrent stuff, right? Exactly. That's what, yeah, okay. Yeah. There's that. Although you know, the, on our guest network, BitTorrent's turned off. <laughs> you can't BitTorrent on our network. Oh, I hacked in. It's cool. Okay. Don't even worry about it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing all the passwords. Sanjay's <laughs> uh, typing furiously on his computer right now. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a, an interesting concept. It it seems to me like it's overkill and it's never going to catch up. Yeah, on I, mass. I, and, I I think there. Um, in theory, it makes sense. I, I mean, honestly, like I've even thought about it here at Prototype Prime, which right. is where we record this podcast, by sure. the way, um, because I know the people that are working here do not use a VPN because that is really the classic way of fixing yeah. this problem for yourself. Yeah, just connect to the VPN, you're good. Connect you to go. a VPN, then your data gets lost in the kind of morass of hundreds, thousands of other users for that same VPN. Right. Uh, but here at Prototype Prime or any place, I've got all these folks that are working here. And it would probably be nice to hide their traffic as well. Yeah. Um, so, and and honestly, like the downside risk of, you know, this script going to a bad site and then somebody coming knocking, we'd just be like, well, we don't know who did it. Yeah. Because we don't true. have logs of that. There's a whole lot of people here. It could be the people it here. It could be this script. It's it could not be that guy whatever. Two over there for sure. It's definitely not him. This guy, Adam so. Walker, he talks about <laughs> helicopters and black. What are you talking about? Hey, speaking of helicopters, <laughs> this has nothing to do with it. But our next story is about self-destructing electronics that can turn your data into dust on command. I hopefully knew you would love this story. Hopefully that's not in helicopters for sure. No, but not, definitely yeah, not. This is pretty awesome. It's pretty cool, right? I love this, yeah. Yeah, like it's a, it's a chip, and there's a there's like a chemical component to the chip that that basically upon radio signal gets triggered right. and dissolves the chip into yep. nothing. Yep. That's awesome. Except for if you go stand by a microwave and you have that chip around or something. Right. So, yeah. So, so here's, there, here's the downside, right, is that we, we've had these storylines. I think they had the storyline in 24, the TV show, where they hacked into, like, the president or the vice president's pacemaker and killed him or something. Yeah, right? I, I think I recall that. Yeah, yeah did, okay. did, like, a, a, a shock yeah. and, and just killed him or something. So if you, their theory here for this was um, they could use this in electronics that are implanted in the body, right? So you need them for a short period of time, and then you need them to not be there anymore, and this is how you would get rid of them. Right. But what if you have these and you still need it for a while, and somebody does something like setting off an EMP or something like that, and then... You're dead. Or if the container for the chemical somehow fails yeah. accidentally without the radio signal. Exactly. Uh-oh. Or, or like you said, you happen to be around a microwave that <laughs> happens to emit the exact right frequency, you yeah. know, and I, there you go. Or your cell phone, you keep up by your heart, yeah. and, and it God. emits the right frequency. And We've already done. told you guys, stop keeping your cell phone by your heart. Okay, yeah, come yeah, on, don't guys. Do that. Really, what are you doing right now? Yeah. Uh, so I I feel like this is one of those technologies that falls into the category of that's really really cool and it may come into play in thirty years like yeah. that's kind of how I feel about yeah. it yeah I, I there's probably some application and and there's probably some application honestly for um, you know three letter agencies spy agencies yeah. things like oh, that for sure there like are. they yeah. have electronics and and like actually you think about it um, when uh, a 
ship or something like that is about to be boarded by yeah. a foreign Do a radio government. signal, melt the computers, man. Yeah, Done. what they do right now is they just smash everything. Yeah. Right? right. They like have a tool. But you and don't they need just to do that now if you yeah. have this. Push a button, everything's gone. I like that much better. The, it's, like, it's a much cooler self-destruct at that point. Yeah. Though there is something to be said for taking a sledgehammer to a computer. Right. I'm not saying I've done it, but it sounds amazing. Right. You know? Yeah. So. The All only right. challenge is then again... If one of your enemies has like the frequency and they blast it, but then your entire army or your ar- entire navy is done. Alternatively, if one of your enemies has a sledgehammer, okay. <laughs> That's all, I'm trying to say. <laughs> all right. So Sanjay, I have coined the term for you as a security-minded individual. Security-minded individual. Which was, I should get that Twitter handle. I, listen, man, you really or you that need, URL. You need something. So we have linked up to a uh, to an article here. And the title of that article is The Security Gadgets and Apps You Need to Keep Your Information Safe. And so here's the game we're going to play. We're going to play the Is Sanjay Using This or Something Comparable to This Quiz? Because <laughs> we want to know exactly how security-minded you are, okay? Bring it. That is my goal. So uh, in uh, technology number one, encrypted messenger apps. Absolutely, Anybody yeah. that's listened to this podcast more than more than five times knows yep. that you're all about encrypted messenger apps. Which one in particular is? So I, I love Signal. Yes, you um, do. I think I've recommended that in the past before. Uh, highly recommended. Uh, some challenges with Signal in that uh, the messages that are encrypted go via data, yeah. not SMS. Right. Uh, but you can send uh, insecure SMSs through the same application as well. Right. Um, I think it works a little bit better on Android than it does on it Apple. It definitely does, yeah. Um, but it, it works really well. The added benefit of Signal is that you can do data voice calls and data video calls oh, that's cool. that are encrypted. The reason why it's useful for me is that we're on T-Mobile, and when you travel internationally to like 120-something countries, yeah. data is free, right? Mm, so nice. that is included in the price, but voice calls cost money. So what we do Just when do we data. travel internationally, signal. yeah, we do signal voice calls to one That's another, cool. I like that. and it's free. Um, and it's also secure in the fact that we are traveling in foreign lands with a foreign government. Yeah. And so they can't look at so what you're doing. you don't have doing. to like do like tin cans hiding under the uh, under the tre- oak trees or anything like that. Right, you know, exactly. You know, like like yeah. cone of silence sort of stuff. Yeah. The, the other yeah. option there, too, is uh, WhatsApp. And it uses actually the same uh, encryption technology as Signal. Okay. The only challenge there is there have been some issues as of late. There's actually one right now of a piece of malware going through WhatsApp. Yep. Um, and so it, it's not as secure Necessarily. And it doesn't sound nearly as cool as Signal. Let's just exactly. Honest. So yeah. All right. So uh, I think this next one's going to get you. I'm kind of excited about this. I really wanted to move on past that first one because that was a gimme. Okay. Clearly you're using <laughs> it. Uh, but this second one, man, this is going to really bust your chops. Which is motion sensing cameras. Yeah. Tell me, Sanjay, how do you feel about motion sensing cameras? Yeah. So uh, uh, not a fan at the home, uh, especially inside of the home. We don't have any. Right. Um, outside. I, I outside actually, I actually have a older. Uh, camera for the front door. Okay, all right. Uh, it does not connect to a service. It, all the video is local, right there. Uh, There's a blank expression on my face right now. <laughs> I am completely dumbfounded well, by the statement that he just said. Why? Why? You would want it to be connected to a service? Oh, oh. so it's not connected because it's not as secure. It's exactly. It's a strategic move. Yeah, Oh, totally Ooh, strategic. You just gained some security-minded individual points for that there one, you my go. friend. Okay. Well done. But I will say here at Prototype Prime, we do have them. We have a lot of them. Uh, we use the Nest Cams, and they I'm stream. one right now. Um, yes, and here in the podcast room. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should take some stills off of that and use it for the, uh, yes, for the site. We'll do, that. we'll do that. We'll do that. And so uh, we use that because it's a, a security issue here, and... Um, honestly, you have no kind of sense of privacy here yeah. in the Well, you workplace. shouldn't expect any. It's the you shouldn't workplace. expect any, yeah. That's, that's the deal. So right. I'm good with that. 
All right, moving on. You've already mentioned this, so we can gloss over this briefly, but VPN apps. Absolutely. It's a gimme. We, we've on. talked about um, Lots uh, pri of them. private internet access is the one particularly that I use and you use as well now uh, too, yeah. right? Yeah, it's great. Um, it's great yeah. when you're on a... Uh, you know somebody else's Wi-Fi. Yeah. Absolutely, you should be encrypting yeah. uh, so that they can't see what you're doing because it's very easy to do like a man-in-the-middle attack when you're on somebody else's Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's also handy for uh, if you're trying to watch a sports game that's blacked out in your local area. But that's not what I meant to say. In so. theory, but a lot of the services of which one of I helped create uh, back in the late '90s, early 2000s, um, actually track. Uh, VPN services like this, and As they will they still should. prevent you. As they so. should. As they should. But you can still have a VPN at your house, a little box, like a little Raspberry Pi like I might have. True. And VPN through there, and they will not be able to track that. That's true. Uh, next is a home office safe. Yeah, so we have we have a little safe at home. Okay. Um, for just temporary stuff. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. You know, just I'm a fire safe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For stuff that just happens to be in the house at that right. time. Right. But most of the stuff is stored uh, offsite at the bank. Oh, I like that. Smart. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next, password manager apps. I don't think we've gotten into that one on this podcast before, but let's talk we about that for just a, just a brief moment. We've yeah. talked about LastPass and I some like, LastPass issues. I use issues. LastPass. Yeah. Uh, it's a good it's a good manager. It works for me really well. Yeah. So I team. I don't like uh, LastPass or any of the cloud based services. Right. Uh, because it is a single point of failure, right? It's it's really yeah. a target for anybody that's wanting to crack stuff. So and you last like pass, memorizing lots of really complex passwords yeah, I, in your brain? Exactly, no. Wow. Uh, okay. I actually use a application called KeePass, okay. which is open source free software. Mm -hmm. And it uh, so I know the long password to unlock the database. Okay. And then all the passwords in there, I don't know at all. Oh, gotcha. I, I don't even know some of the usernames. I talked to some people about that. Um, and actually a friend here in town had this issue where their debit card, first of all, you shouldn't be using debit cards, but their debit card got compromised. And then they started getting these uh, warnings that they were on their last password attempt to log in to their bank account Ooh. because their username was their first name and then their last name, right? That's a fail. Super people. easy to Come remember. On. My login name is like some gibberish that I don't even really know. Yeah. There's even characters in there. Yeah. like. You know, symbols and stuff. Like, I, I don't know it at all. It's all in the password manager. That's so great. when both of them are those kind of hard-to-remember things, it's really hard for somebody else to be able to crack into yeah, that. that's great. All right, number six on the list, USP stick credentials. So that's for, uh, you know, different things that require two-factor authentication. Yeah. You got one so, of those bad boys? So, yeah, I have the YubiKey. Um, I knew you would. Yeah, I'm it's, so proud. Uh, I, I've tried it out. It's pretty cool. Um, the challenge is, is that it's not fully... Uh, useful on firefox okay it works perfectly well on chrome but Got i it. don't use chrome in my day because it's not as secure exactly in a lot of ways uh, yeah, and there's it. a lot of extensions on firefox that i use that are pretty awesome that right. that i love that's fair so i use firefox that said with the newer versions of firefox they are now starting to adopt some of this more and more um but we're just still waiting on the websites to be able to actually use that functionality properly yeah. because they've all been designed for chrome uh, which implemented it earlier. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't actually have it on me. I don't use it. Uh, I have it on my sites right. that do these two-factor authentication just in case something happens. Like if I can't get the uh, Authy to work or right. if I can't get the SMS from them, yeah. hey, this is another backup that I've got for uh, two-factor authentication. Man, speaking of two-factor authentication, there's a particular payroll service that I use for one of my companies. And it's like, it's like fourteen factor authentication. It's really, like, it's like you log in and then it sends you a text message and then you put in your password and then you put in your PIN number and it's like seriously, guys, like are, I, 
I think we're secure at this point. It's like, money stuff, though. I know, but I appreciate but that. Man, it is intense. Because like, honestly, but, there's some sites out there that are investing that don't do two factor authentication, yeah, and then yeah, like yeah, my yeah. bank does it now, yeah. which yeah. is great. Um, yeah, that's true. I, I get, I get it. I get it. I, I, I appreciate though. I, I do believe the same company also uh, uses Flash Player in their user interface on the no. web. So it's like, oh, guys, wah, come on. Wah, wah. You're super advanced in, in security, but whoa, guys. Then you left this big giant gaping hole over oh, here. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's oh. it's the people that design the site are not the same people that do security yeah, for the site. Let's just go back 15 years and, and, and pretend you're ahead of the game here. You know. Like, <laughs> come on. All right. Okay. What's next? Uh, digital Vault apps. Are you using any Digital Vault apps? Yeah. So that's interesting. So I've looked, um, the Samsung S8, which is a phone I use, has a technology built in called mm-hmm. Knox, K-N-O-X. Okay. I guess after Fort Knox. Mm. Um, I'm lesser than impressed. So I tried it out, um, and it's, it's cool. You can move apps into the Knox so that it separates it out. Here's the problem. If you forget your password, you can just reset it using your Samsung login. Oh, no. Right, so it's like uh, okay. Oh, it's, oh, it was it was so close to secure, guys, but no, it's not. No. So. Yeah, it's oh. like well, what should happen is if I forget my password, I've just got to wipe that be out. Locked out forever. Exactly. Eternity. Exactly. Yes. So because the the use case here for me would have been, I am crossing a international border and I don't want yeah you know random agents be just because they want to to be able to scan everything on my phone. Right. And I could use this, you but talk now a lot about border crossings today. Like, should we be concerned about anything here? Like, you're, no. you're doing some international spy Did, work. Do we talk anything? about border crossings? I, so I feel much? like that's the second time you've talked about international travel in this episode. There's, you know, there's. I have Sanjay some concerns. Is not a part of any uh, government uh, agencies, guys. Just I, so I'm know. not, but I, I have concerns about some of the stuff that's going on that's with fair. customs and I border control. I think we all do. Yeah. Any of us that watch the news and. I mean, okay, because we're gonna stop there. Here we go. Honestly, like anytime you come into the country, they can without a warrant, they can scan all your electronics and stuff. So hmm. you should encrypt all of your devices. Indeed. All the time. All right, next one. This is a gimme, but I'm kind of curious to see exactly what level you're at with this. So the next <laughs> the last device here on our quiz is a paper shredder. Yeah. So uh already have one. Uh, I've actually ordered another one about a, a week ago from Amazon because my current one is about to die. <laughs> You've uh, used it to death. Uh, Here's what I really want to know. Here's the question that's burning in my mind, which is, do you have like boxes of stuff that you like get one of those shredder trucks to come and shred? That's really what I want to know. So this is so funny. About a week ago, yep. I asked Fancy Hands to find out if there was a service out there that I could get a box of stuff shredded. Yes. That I could go to. Yes. I didn't want the truck that I could go go to but i wanted to be able to watch my stuff get shredded Listen, man, i think this means i won the quiz so game. here's the thing that's what i think i won i won the quiz you, game. you very well might have but here, <laughs> here's a little bit of knowledge i wasn't expecting to drop this knowledge on our listeners interestingly this the fancy hands folks found out that in georgia you are not allowed to watch your stuff get shredded if it's at a store location oh. which i don't understand but now if the truck comes to you you can stand there and watch it get shredded nice so I've got some stuff. Just I'm trying it, to get rid of a GoPro, man. Like, look, man, I'll pay you ten bucks. Wear this GoPro. Take my stuff in there. <laughs> shred it. But what I'm if they saying, swap the boxes or something? Right? I, I don't know, man. I want to see look, my stuff sol- get shredded. I'm just trying to solve your problems. This is okay? about safety, right? <laughs> so I've got some uh, some stuff I need to get shredded because you know it's old stuff. Um, you don't need seven. What is it? Seven years? I don't even know, older man. than seven years uh, for tax stuff. I wish I knew. I need to get rid of I all should that know stuff. That. So yeah. Uh, All right. I'm going to wow. figure it out one way or another. That was amazingly fun. Moving on. Here we go. Uber, Lyft, Uber and Lyft want to ban the personal use of self-driving cars in urban areas. So they are 
basically making the argument that it's better, safer, uh, just all around better if there's a fleet of self-driving cars in an urban area and not individually owned self-driving cars in an urban area. They're trying to get ahead of this, aren't they? I, I, actually, what they're making the argument is that we're not startups anymore. We're big companies, and so we want to block everybody else yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, like... That's, that's essentially what they're making. That's really fa- that's a really it's, fascinating move, isn't no, it? No, this is, this, this is a move that every every company makes when they become a big company. Okay. They want to squash competition. Right. That's all this is. This yeah. is a squash competition argument. Oh, for sure. And it's it's ridiculous. And, and wait, you are know, you telling me Uber's doing something ridiculous? Not just Uber though; it's Uber, Lyft, and well, the fact that everybody Lyft's else. In, Lyft's in league with them is a little bit disconcerting. Yeah, I'm not I mean, lie. you got to worry, right? Lyft if, needs to be above all this. If, stuff. if Coke and now. Pepsi are doing something together, you got to be like, wait, wait a minute, what's going on here? Home Depot and Lowe's doing afraid. something together, like, whoa, what's going on at here? That point. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Exactly. Right. So uh, this is exactly it. Like, why? Why exactly should? I, if I've got a self-driving car, not be allowed to use it in, in the city limits of a city yeah, well, just we, because there's Uber and Lyft. Well, and I don't want to use Uber and Lyft. In their, in, in their you know, idea, I mean, you know, you live outside of the city. You've got a self-driving car. You'd have to drive your car in. You know, self-drive, your self-driving car would just drive you and park you somewhere, and you have to get a different self-driving car to get all the way. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's crazy talk. Yeah. I don't, I don't I, and I'm sure their argument is that, well, then you're going to need less parking and, you know, because these cars will keep... On the road, moving people, and nah, I'm not buying it, it. It's BS. Not buying it. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, of Uber and surprises, Waymo and Uber have reached a surprise settlement. They were shocking. <laughs> I love the line in this article where it says, "Like when they announced it, there were gasps in the crowd. <laughs> it's like they're waiting in eager anticipation. <gasps> okay, what's the update That's the on the lawsuit? <gasps> you know, really? Were there really audible gasps? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, have, I have a hard time believing that. Uh, so yeah, so, I mean, what's, the, what's I mean, the people like, sitting and listening to a technology lawsuit, maybe they would gasp at something like that's that. That's a great point, right? Yeah, I mean, if that's if that's it's not people going to murder day, trials, that's true. <laughs> we need to introduce these people to some good TV shows. <laughs> like, can we just buy you a Netflix subscription, please? Like, really, it's going to be okay. Um, yeah, I mean, this is interesting. It's been building up for months. Uh, it's obviously a big deal. It was a big thing, and uh, you know, one one thing that I highlighted in this is, according to a source familiar with the matter. Uber cannot use any of Waymo's hardware or software trade secrets as one of the conditions of the settlement, which is interesting since uh, the trade secrets are at the heart of the case for hardware. Like, yeah. that was the whole point of the whole thing. Right. So, like, I, I, and, and what's also interesting is the whole play, this entire play, is that Waymo gets, uh, let me make sure I get this right, 0.34% equity in Uber. Yeah. Which amounts to a total of... Like $200 million. $245 million. $245 did they try to like offer daffodils first, and then they're like, "Well, you won't take I, that." Well, well, they I think they tried to ask for five hundred million first. Actually, did, is what, did what happened. But I mean, what, what did Uber offer though? I, oh, they said no, right? Uh, to <laughs> yeah, I mean, just flat out no. But like, what's fo- so fascinating to me about this is that I mean, from an outside perspective, it certainly seems that Uber more or less commandeered Waymo's technology. I mean, it just, seems just, like we don't know the details. I don't know the details, but from the the light reading that I've done on the subject, it did not look promising. And they were getting to the point in the trial too, where Waymo was about to like start proving stuff. And so yeah. they stopped right before that point in the trial. And now Waymo is a part owner in Uber. Well, and interestingly though, I think didn't Google Ventures actually invest in Uber early days as well? Oh, no, that I, don't I, know. I, yeah. I think I think it said that in the article. It's distinctly possible. Yeah. I might have missed that. And so yeah, it's it's weird. It's just a whole weird situation. And now yeah. and now like they're barred from sharing technology, but now isn't there an interest in sharing technology? I mean, with with Waymo owning a, it, 
I mean, it's it's less less than a percent, but still, it's money. Right. You have a financial. There's a vested interest there now. Interest in that. It's a really weird situation to me. The whole deal. Unless unless the whole reason for them getting that stock was to like vote things down to crater crater the company. Less than one percent. I know. You can vote anything down. I know. Like (laughs) they might not even tell you where the meeting's at. Like if you're lucky, you get to stand outside (laughs) the rain. Like come on, you know. It's crazy. Anyway, so speaking of crazy, I'm. I'm really fired up about this next article. I'm very concerned about it. Uh, I'm trying to lay on the sarcasm very heavily here. So cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency craze appears to be hindering the search for alien life. I, what? Yeah, um, this is disconcerting. I well, I, I tell me more. I, I I know you're making fun of it. Like <laughs> you you want to go hide underneath a magnolia tree or something like that, but. <laughs> It's I really, idea. I think I really it's want to get some ferns on my desk and like put them right in front of like peek through them like I'm in the jungle like just to hide behind that. That's really what I want to do. So we'll call you Jungle yeah. Jungle Adam. Jungle Jim would be Jungle would be Jim. Fun. Yeah. So bring your go, name's go not Jim. Yeah, it's not. I'm just okay. I don't know. But I think I think I think this kind of goes to a broader point, right? So okay. the issue here is uh, GPUs, graphical right. processing units, right. uh, have become scarce. They're getting more expensive and they're getting scarce because they're being sucked up by these folks that are doing crypto mining, right? Um, the impact though isn't just to these folks. It's anybody doing oh, yeah. that high performance computing stuff. Uh, it's becoming more and more costly. No, 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 hold on. Right, but it's about the aliens. I'm sorry. It is about the aliens. If I, it hinders our chance to you, communicate. So, in the way that you're talking about this, do you believe? I'm going to ask you this. <laughs> do you believe or not believe that there is alien life out there? Uh, I I'm kind of agnostic about that, to be honest with you. I mean, really, I, th- I think it's I think it's possible. I mean, it's an infinitely large universe. I'd be an idiot not to say it's possible, right? Yeah. But I, but I, I think it's extremely likely. I, I mean, I, I think you might be right. I, I mean, I think I'm how not are we that special? How are we that <laughs> special that this planet is the only planet in the universe yeah. where life has evolved? I've I mean, got, come I've got, on. I've got plenty of friends that'll make a theological argument about that, and yeah. I, I possibly could, but I'm not going to because I will concede that uh, that I, I just don't know, and and I think it could be like it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, I'm open to the idea. Yeah, I th- I think when you keep looking now that we've seen more and more planets that we're now discovering. <laughs> you like know, it's just lost. like it's just like Columbus discovering like uh, America, yeah. right? Yeah, like right, right, there were right. already people here; they knew where it was. They yeah, didn't right. lose it. Right. You lost it. Yeah. Uh, um, same thing with these planets. The planets were always there. We just are now able to see them. Yeah. We're seeing more and more of these planets. I, you know, but for a I limited time, right, as the universe expands. I mean, like, well, exactly. so, so what's That's interesting true. about that uh, conversation is I did read uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's book about, uh, I forget, like a, an overview of the universe. Really fascinating book. But uh, what keeps him up at night, he talked uh-huh. about, is that, you know, at this point, the universe expands, expands, expands. Right. And there, basically, he says, you know, we don't know what we don't know. So if you go back, you know, a million years, yeah. the universe was much smaller. You could see much more stuff. Right. And so if you fast forward a million years, things that we see now won't be visible oh. even with the most powerful telescopes. And he's like, so so what have we lost? Well, I would we hope that in a million years, the telescopes are a lot more powerful than the ones we have now. I mean, now. possible, but I mean, it depends <laughs> on how fast the universe is expanding, which is pretty That's fast true. Is, is yeah. best I can say. I mean, there will come a point in the expansion of the universe where you're, we're is there the a Milky limit, Way though? is so far I'm, away from every other galaxy right? that, That's true. That, that light 
can't reach anymore. Right. So, I mean, there yeah. comes a point. I'm it's just a saying. little bit of a mind bender, Listen, right? Like, don't well, even get me started on this. Is there stuff, a limit man. to all of that space? There's like, got to be some kind of outer edge of the universe. What's somehow. on the other side then? I don't know. That's what's so crazy. I think I Einstein know. had some theories about that. Actually, yeah. I wrote a book on him too. But we're not getting into that because that's crazy <laughs> talk right here on Tech Talk, y'all. We're not. This is a, and this is a comedy podcast. podcast. This, this is, is a comedy a, podcast. This is a physics podcast. I'm not qualified to talk about this stuff. I'm. That has never stopped us before. That has never stopped us before, Adam. I don't know why you're trying you to put the brakes a on this. Really good point. Just there. for that reason, I don't have an article open that I have casually read that I can talk about on that. Okay, so <laughs> all right. Anyway, now all right, let's move into cryptocurrency aside. stuff. So Salon is offering to remove ads if visitors help mine cryptocurrency, but only if they have a GPU that they are not <laughs> using for alien life form searching. <laughs> this is so great, man. Like, hey, uh, we're a big publication and we see that you're blocking ads and that's cool, but can we just use your uh, your GPU right. for mining cryptocurrency instead? Like, are you cool yeah. with that? Like, you don't want the invasion of ads, but can we invade much deeper into your machine <laughs> over here? So what's interesting is, is that I'm sure you remember a while ago, you know, like the Web 1.0, there yeah. was this whole talk about micropayments and, you know, paying for websites and paying for access and paywalls yeah. and all this stuff. Right. And, and a lot of those paywalls have just not worked out. Right. There's a few, you know, visible exceptions, like yeah. the New York Times. Times I think yeah. the the Guardian um, is the Guardian one of those yeah, that does that. I don't remember. Or maybe no. it's FT, yeah. uh, the Financial Times. They do a I paywall say too. The, the Atlanta Journal does that. The Atlanta Journal does do that. Yeah, it's so disappointing. Silly. I, I have another issue with the Atlanta Journal too. Is that now, you know, when you go on vacation and you do a vacation, so we still get the newspaper. Right. We don't read the newspaper. Because you're so though. old school. No. Mm-hmm. It's because of the coupons on the Sunday. That's fair. That's the only, And, that's and the point. comics for the kids. Yep. Right. Also that's, fair. That's the two things that get and used. And if you want to use Silly Putty and like, you know. Oh, yeah, yes. There's that too. Absolutely. Okay, got it. So, so here's the thing. Back in the day, when you put it on a vacation stop, they would extend your subscription by that many days. They don't do that anymore? They now say, well, no, you still have access. We'll stop delivering the paper version, but you still have access online. Uh, so we don't. I'm like, you guys stink. Uh, that is just a jip. You know I'm not reading the website because all I'm getting it for is the coupons hey, and the listen, comics. It's your third reference to travel. I'm just saying. I, well, there you go. <laughs> I didn't say international necessarily, though. <laughs> you did just you now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so tell us more so, about this. So uh, it, it's fascinating that uh, Salon, this is like a different take on the, the pay-per-view kind right. of uh, thing. So they're wanting to use your browser to... Mine cryptocurrency. Which, which we should we should note, there are a lot of websites out there that are actively doing this without telling you or without telling yeah. the users. And so, a lot of them compromised, including yeah. U.S. government and U.K. government websites yes. that have been compromised right. that are now mining. Yes, exactly. On your so browser. so be aware that this is not an uncommon practice. This is the first time that a a largely well known publication has said actively, "Hey, can we do this if you're yeah. going to block ads?" Yeah, which well, I think is totally cool because they're actually asking for permission. A lot of those malware ones are doing it without permission. There oh, was yeah, there was sure. actually just an intrusion in a water treatment plant, I think, in the UK, uh, somewhere in Europe, that uh, their machines were taken over, and then idle processing power was used to mine cryptocurrency. There you go. Boom. It's a it's a whole thing, guys. It's a whole thing. All right, so the last thing on our agenda is an interesting it's idiocy. One. <laughs> uh, yes. So uh, I'll just read this out. So Georgia Senate thinks it can fix its election security issues by criminalizing password sharing security research and security research. That seems like a great idea. Yeah. I mean, let's like let's hamstring the security research and make what they do illegal in the idea in, in the hopes to make things more secure. 
I'm feeling like this isn't going to end well. No, you know, like, this is some this is here. What you, this what is you, the. I mean, this is yet another one of those things yeah. where it's like, oh, we look like idiots uh, to the nation and to the world yeah. because we've got these legislators that don't understand technology. Right. So they're basically saying, yeah, like sharing a password would violate the terms of service of a website. Yeah. And that could be like, what was it, like a five thousand dollar fine yeah. and jail time and all, for sharing your password. For sharing your password. Listen, people, I I, I probably share passwords more than I should admit especially across from this particular security minded individual in the room but i mean like you were doing naughty things just before seriously? we started this uh, <laughs> this uh, podcast but seriously like i mean this is a little bit crazy right i mean there comes a point where you just you can't legislate this kind of stuff and i think this is in response to you know some systems being hacked in the state of georgia and, and some some security flaws but i mean come on right yeah yeah and and look like they need to fix their election stuff instead of trying to do yeah. all this other stuff so there was an issue with like Supposedly, DHS Department of Homeland Security hacking into the Georgia Secretary of State's office, which right. I don't really understand why a federal agency is hacking into. It is kind of fun, though. It you is know, if you don't, like, I'm just saying. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, they're mad about that. Yeah. And then there yeah. were a bunch of. Um, take them out to the oak trees and beat them up. There you go. Yeah. Uh, All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, apparently, there were some servers with election data that were like left were unprotected yeah, and right. then they were wiped afterwards um destroying all the evidence i mean right. all kinds of so like that's not even somebody else doing nefarious things to you that's you being an idiot yeah right yeah and i think it was wasn't it georgia state i don't know if this article says it but i remember reading this article about it but i think it was georgia state had had these servers okay it was either georgia state or kennesaw it was one of those two right uh and they have a contract with the secretary of state's office and like it, it sounds like just just idiocy. Like yeah, it wasn't malice. It sounds like more idiocy. like right. bumbling Ignorance. idiots. Yeah. yeah, I think I think the the lesson here is you can't legislate against idiocy. That doesn't really work out well. I think <laughs> no. you know. Yeah, we keep creating um, idiots. Yeah, I mean, there, like, <laughs> there's going to be, be more around. opportunities around, right? Let's just stop legislating against it. Let's just be okay. So yeah, and then and then trying to legislate against things that people are doing that are totally fine and benign yeah it's like straight benign it's ridiculous yeah. right right it's one of those things where you're, um isn't there a book that says like within like the first three hours of the day you've probably committed like eight felonies or something like that unknowingly because you're doing stuff and there's all these laws and oh man if that's and, true that's amazing we need yeah. to find that statistic <laughs> i need to know if that's true I want to calculate we'll, we'll the number of felonies I've committed in my lifetime. But that's the problem is that you, going. you don't know. No, right? I'm just yeah. going to assume that the book's right, man. It's okay. going to be great. There you go. It'll be like a whole thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, now's the time of the show where we get to talk about fun technology that we are going to recommend so that uh, you can benefit from it. So, Sanjay, what do you have for me today? So I've got something brand new that we just bought here for Prototype Prime. So I've not got a ton of experience with it. But it looks pretty cool. Um, it's the Lametrix Clock. Okay. And uh, I think they were on Kickstarter Indiegogo. You know, I've gotten turned off on on buying in at that level nowadays because yeah. yeah. some out, of man. these projects just don't ever they happen. Never, never happen. Never ship. I got to say, this thing looks pretty cool. So it's an internet-connected clock. Right. Um, and so if you've been here at Prototype Prime, you see I've got a handful of you clocks some here. weird clocks, man. I love them. They're yeah, great. I, I like yeah. And everybody seems to be attracted to kind of these odd clocks that yeah. we've got. So yeah. this is yet another one of these. But I'm actually thinking about this in... Uh, possibility of having them in each conference room. Mm -hmm. So it's an internet connected clock, so it's accurate all the time. 
But you can also connect it via IFTTT, which I think we've talked about on the podcast before. Mm, I don't know that we have, actually. Okay, so yeah. if we haven't, it's it's. Uh, we'll talk about it maybe next time. Yeah, but for sure. IFTTT basically connects different services together. Yep. Um, so you can actually push things. So, like, if it's going to rain outside, you can push this clock and have it tell you, like, hey, it's raining. Or when you get an email, you can have it push to this display, and then it'll change back to a clock afterwards. Nice. Um, so it does all these things. It's got a speaker involved, so you can actually have it play uh, sounds and things like that. Um, it looks pretty good, and uh, setup was pretty easy. It sounds to me like the kind of device that I can buy as a gift for my business partner and then find weird things to push to that clock once oh, it's set up without telling him. Absolutely. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Let's do that. You should totally do that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. He doesn't listen to this podcast anyway. Oh, that, so well, sad. there's only six people that listen. That's true, so it's, especially at this point in the podcast. Right? Exactly. I mean, come on. All right, so uh, so my piece of technology is an app that I really like a lot, and I've even written a blog post about uh, probably Ooh. a year and a half ago, and it is called Habit List, and it's really simple. It's just uh, you make a list of the habits that you want to create, and then you mark off each day that you've done that habit and tells you what your longest streak is and how many days oh, in a row nice. you've done it and all that sort of stuff, and you can have habits that, like, I want to drink five glasses of water a day, and so you're tapping off you know, e- each one till you get to five, and then yeah. it marks off the whole thing, and it's really a nice app that helps me just kind of keep track of the things that I want to be doing regularly. So there's a, um, I'd seen a, a website like this that like break the chain. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's same some, kind of very thing, similar idea. Yeah, right? because yeah. the, the productivity method of break, don't break the chain. Don't break the chain. Yeah, is once you get there, like so. For example, for me, I try to get up uh, really, really early. Uh, really five mornings a week and then, and then moderately early on the weekends. Right. And, um, and so I, so I'll have like a, a chain of, Oh, I've gotten up 30 mornings in a row. And so when 31 rolls around and I'm super tired, it's like, Oh, but don't break the chain. I'm already at 30. I got to yeah. keep going. I got to keep going. Gotta keep going. And it, it just helps you to keep going. It's It's a great method. Right. Yeah. I like that. It, hel- it helps with that quite a bit. So yeah. I, I really, uh, I really enjoy that. So. Cool. All right. Well, uh, that's the end of our show. We've really enjoyed talking with us and uh, and having you listen to this, I suppose. Yeah. And uh, thanks for listening. And please make sure to rate the podcast. And Sanjay, how can our listeners find and connect with you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Sanjay, S-A-N-J-A-Y. Uh, also on my website, Sanjay Parekh. That's S-A-N-J-A-Y-P-A-R-E-K-H dot com. And what about you, Adam? You can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker and also on my blog at AdamJWalker.com where I blog about leadership and productivity and habit building and the <laughs> craziness of having five kids. And uh, that's it. It's a lot of fun. So come check it out. And by the way, uh, I, actually, I guess as you listen to this, the very next uh, Tech Edge on Sunday, I guess this coming Sunday from when we publish this episode yep we will be on yeah so if you're in atlanta so if you're in and atlanta, you watch shows either at 2 a.m or 11 a.m on a sunday morning be more reasonable at should, 11 a.m you should yeah. check out the show it's gonna yeah. be great we're i don't know what we're gonna talk about but uh, we're gonna something be on amazing it'll be something amazing be we're something. gonna be on once a month uh, for the rest of the year of so our it lives. should be for the fun. rest of our lives for the rest of our got lives it. there you go so join in it's okay. gonna be a blast yeah awesome Come on in. thanks y'all that was fun. what was our uh, what was our time about right. Yeah. The quiz the, the quiz, quiz ate a up a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, really, it was fun. I, it was eight things. I probably should have like rolled through it a little. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, it was fun though. It was that was good. fun. Yeah. That was great.